It's that time of week again. A rap song that I don't recognize is playing in the background. That can only mean in one thing. It's Sfad. I'm Austin Miller. Joined this week, Zach Wingrove. How you doing, Zach? Doing good. Good to be here. It's a fun time to be a Northwestern student this time of year, given what's going on, what could potentially happen for this, the end of this basketball season. I'm doing good, Austin. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Of course, as always, engineer, producer, stat man, question asker, general opinion haver, Amit Malik also here. Amit, I hope you're doing well this evening. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Other than the fact that my Tottenham Hotspur law are... Well, I mean, it was basically a loss. They tied Sunderland 0-0, so not too happy about that. But other than that, doing fantastic. Hey, the union signed Fafa Pical, so anything can happen on a day like today. Great show coming up for you. A little Northwestern men's basketball talk. We're going to make you some money with some Super Bowl prop bets. We're going to talk about the All-Star game, potentially make some athletes some money in the All-Star game. And then, of course, the lightning round. Zach, I know you're not necessarily familiar <coughs> with this show. You're only on, what, like every other week. Yeah, so yeah. you sure you're good with the, the format here? Oh, I'm all good. And let me say, this lightning round, I am undefeated. I don't know if you... you wow! Figured, wow, but, I picked a good show to but come But I will, I will preface this week by saying, if ever there was a week where I would be most vulnerable to lose, this might be the week. So good luck to you, Austin. We'll see you uh, later on in the show. Great. Really looking forward to that. Let's start with Northwestern men's basketball. Uh knocked off Nebraska and Indiana the past two weeks winning against the Huskers on a Thursday night Indiana a banged up Indiana team but still an Indiana team nonetheless Zach were you at Welsh Ryan for either or both of these games I was at Welsh Ryan in the student section for both of the games and wow it it really was something special I've only been a part of this for two years now but I was a big believer heading into this Indiana game I was telling everyone biggest game in Northwestern basketball history so far, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. Would you would you agree with that statement heading into that Indiana game? So I, I've followed Northwestern basketball for about ten years now, mm-hmm. um, so I have a decent amount of experience, and I don't want to necessarily say that it is the biggest, but it's one. It was one of the biggest. It's certainly in terms of the hype around it mm-hmm. and the energy around it, and then obviously the Northwestern win. I think compounded that. How big has the Welsh Ryan effect, if you will, been for this team this year? I think it's been huge. And, yeah, just being able to have that home court advantage is something that you mentioned you followed them for 10-plus years. I've followed them maybe the last four. Since they've gotten Collins, they really piqued my interest. And, yeah, it's definitely been something that they haven't had these past couple of years. And given that, along with how the team seems to kind of raise their level of play with this home, home court advantage, it really is something special. And I think it added another element with Indiana having this crowd be maybe 40% Hoosier fans there, you know, the students were more energetic, more lively than I've ever seen them at probably any Northwestern game I've that I've been a part of these two years. And it, it's, it's, added, it's really helped the team raise their level of play when playing at home. Yeah, and I think, and this was something that was kind of always said about Welsh Ryan Arena, is that if Northwestern could actually get to the level where Welsh Ryan Arena was full, it would be a cool place to play. Because being in Chicago, it it kind of has this, and correct me either of you guys if you think that I'm off with this comparison, it feels like a really big high school atmosphere. You know, you've got probably 70% Northwestern fans there, but mm-hmm. there is always a sizable contingent of opponents. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing when they're drubbing you and their opponent's fans are, right. are drowning you out. But in a big game like that, it's cool to kind of have that section there and kind of this bigger kind of high school-like atmosphere, I guess. And that and that's not necess- not trying to be a knock, just in the energy around it and kind of the back and forth between the two fan bases. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong, I would say. High school games, you get some great student yeah, sections. You and you get the you get this student athletes and the coaches you know getting into it with the fans sometimes and we've been seeing that lately these northwestern basketball players really feed off that energy and they they are not afraid to make some make some gestures you know get the crowd hyped up and uh that's that's for me the most fun part when you see vic law make these highlight plays and look up to the student section after the game and you know he he you can tell he's feeding off that energy and you can tell that you know they love the crowd and they love getting the crowd energetic to the point where you know they have this home court advantage so i don't think there's anything wrong with comparing it to this high school atmosphere on a bigger scale yeah i I think it's it's a fun place to be um 
indelible memory of Alex Ola is always when he would do something great on offense. He would trot back down to defense and he'd kind of get right in front of the rim and he'd raise up his yeah. hands high and ask for the student section. Um, and we uh, saw Nate Tapport yeah. slap the floor after yeah. his uh, made three-pointer. Yes. <laughs> you got to uh, love it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zach brought up Vic Law. Did you have any reaction to the Vic Law dunk against Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, not at all. I was uh, very professional about it. Yep. I was at work, and you know, you're not allowed to cheer in the press box. Yeah, no uh, cheering on so press row. That's probably right. the number one rule. I straight faced it. Yep. Uh, adhered to my principles, and uh, really, you know, wasn't shocked at all by that dunk. You know, yeah. I I was expecting it the whole play. Right, so. right, right, right. And the good thing for you is that there's no photographic evidence no. that, that could tell another otherwise. story. Yeah. Why would anyone be filming, yeah. you know, behind the Northwestern bench <laughs> after a crazy play? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So there's none. None, yeah. none at all. So Great. In case you wanted to incriminate me, you'd have a really tough time of doing it. That's right. Funny. You couldn't just search you on Twitter and then see what happens. <laughs> Find out for yourself, <laughs> listeners. Great. Um... <laughs> Moving on from a mitt in his press row digressions. Uh, big game coming up for Northwestern here, Zach. They've got the weekend off. So there's Purdue on Wednesday for the Wildcats, then Illinois on the next Tuesday, and then Wisconsin, a road trip coming up next. So that's Sunday, two out yep. of three. Yep. And you got two road trips against probably the two best teams in the I Big Ten. I would agree with that. Maybe, maybe Maryland, just based on... What we saw from Purdue last week, you might want to throw Maryland in there. Definitely two of the top three. Right. And so those are two big road trips. And news came out today, we're recording this on Tuesday evening. Scotty Lins is going to be out for the Purdue game. He's ill. First question to you, how big of an effect is that going to have on Northwestern? Second question to you, what do you think about the Wildcats' chances now knowing this news? Well, obviously, major news about Scotty Lindsay. It's definitely... We're going to need to see, in order for them to... I mean, it was going to be a tough game anyway with Purdue. Purdue is Caleb Swanigan, one of the best five players in the country, I would say. And so, obviously, for me, the key was already going to be, how are you going to stop Swanigan in the paint? How are you going to limit them on their second chance points? And how are you going to be able to get the ball inside on Swanigan um, on offense? So, obviously, the key for me still remains in the post. However, Lindsey is able to help stretch the floor on offense. Without him, they're going to need to see someone step up, whether they move... Vic Law down to the two and slide Gavin Skelly into the starting rotation is, a, is one option. Or Isaiah Brown is a huge wild card. We've seen him raise his level of play. We've also seen him look less than stellar, to put it lightly. And so he's been a freshman. He's been a freshman. Saying. Yeah, exactly. But he has that talent that you don't always see in a Northwestern basketball player as a freshman. You've seen him make make plays that aren't typical for a Northwestern freshman or even a Big Ten freshman to make. So. The key for me still remains, how are you going to stop Caleb Swanigan? How are you going to limit him from getting 15 to 20 rebounds? Because we saw they had a hard time with Thomas Bryant on Sunday. But I think that, obviously with Lindsey, you're not, you're not able to stretch the floor anymore, and you're going to have to see someone else like an Isaiah Brown step up their game in order to have a chance because you need to have that offense around the perimeter in order to win. So I think the concern about moving Skelly into the starting lineup for me is that just kind of jiggles your big rotation right. that you've kind of been working on. And we saw foul trouble was an issue for Northwestern against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Swanigan has the ability to do that and again to Northwestern. Last year against Purdue, it seemed like every big man was getting in foul trouble. I believe two of them actually fouled out, Ola, and it may have been Skelly, but it, of their of the four big men they had last year, if you count Joey Van Zagren, who was still playing at the time, they had some major foul trouble that last game. Hard time containing Isaac Haas. They also had Hammonds last year. Isaac Haas has two boats on his feet, just yes. for the record. He, and he's his, had a traveling... His shoes literally qualify as boats. <laughs> that is correct. And I think Pardon is listed as six foot eight, I believe. Yeah. Haas is seven two. Right. That's and he's all of the seven two. He's all of the seven two. You know, agility not all there, but it's still nevertheless a problem, especially when they play that li- they play the lineup with Haas and Swanigan. What is Northwestern going to do? That with Skelly and Parton down low, like you mentioned, fouling is a huge problem. I'm just worried about how they're going to contain those guys down low. So the next question, I think, and this kind of leads into it, um, and this will be the fi- this will be the final question before we move on here from men's basketball for you. How important is this Purdue game for Northwestern? Is it kind of a obviously you'd, you'd love to win every basketball game you play, mm-hmm. but if they lose, is it that big of a deal in terms of? Making the NCAA tournament, I would say probably not. This was a game. Okay, so no, it's not that big of a deal then, because that is literally all that, that matters for this team in my. Well, opinion. I mean, right. after Saturday's win against Indiana, you've heard 
murmurs among the Big Ten community that this could be a team that I don't care. Potentially I don't care. Just could make compete. the tournament. Just, Just make, make the, the tournament. tournament is a good goal to have. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with the news of Lindsay, I think it was already going to be a tough game. This makes it a near impossible victory. I would say on the road at Purdue, you can go ahead and soundbite that when they win, and who, who knows? But yeah, I, I think that. They don't need this one against Purdue. They need to just, now that they've beaten Indiana, they need to take care of business in the games that they should win, and they're on a good track to make the NCAA tournament. So games against Wisconsin, at Wisconsin, at Purdue, they're not expected to win. It would be great for their tournament chances if they could win it, but I don't I don't expect the Wildcats to win this game, and I don't think it's one that they need to have. I, don't either. I like Purdue 78-63. I think Northwestern can hang. But it, it probably won't be that. It won't be like an ugly 15-point loss, but it'll be like a 9-point game that gets stretched into a 15-point yeah, loss. Yeah, I think foul end. trouble will be a problem yeah. as the game progresses, too. Exciting stuff. Northwestern men's basketball. We at WNR Sports will have the call of that one on Wednesday night. Tip-off set for 7.30 Central Time from Mackey Arena. Blanked there on the Purdue name for a moment. Interesting arena, to say the least. Should be a fun time. As promised, we're going to make you some money on this podcast. I know that's... You know, always what everybody likes to hear. Right. Uh, Zach and Amit, I don't know if you guys are aware. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Amit, are your Eagles playing in it? No. Okay. Zach, are your Packers playing in it? No. They got closer than Amit's They Eagles, did get though. closer than the Eagles, but sadly, no. Uh, Eagles beat the Falcons this year. Great. Great. You can be transitive property NFL champions, Amit. <laughs> are you really excited for that? Let me just check the score of that game. Oh, close. No. <laughs> it's 24-15. So great. The Falcons needed two more safeties. So you have a 24-19. Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Super Bowl prop bets, though. The best way to make money on Super Bowl Sunday. Before we get into the prop bets, I'd feel remiss if I didn't ask you. Are the, the Patriots still are a three-point favorite, correct, Amit? Or did that maybe float to... I know it's been rumored to float to three and a half. But Patriots minus three, Zach. Your thoughts on that? I think... I was surprised, actually. I think it should have been a little higher. I've been hearing people mostly picking the Patriots just based on the fact that Tom Brady's been there before. They've looked very impressive. The Falcons have also looked impressive, albeit my pa- the Packers' defense wasn't quite at full strength, to say the least, and so this Patriots' defense is going to be a bigger challenge. I would have expected it to be more in the five, five-and-a-half range. Okay. But, uh, and also, minus uh, or over-under on points, total points, 59, highest in Super Bowl yeah. history, I believe. I think I would go. I would go under on the over under. Yeah. I think I like Patriots minus three. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hundred percent. There is a there is a part of me that's scared of the Falcons just blowing the doors off of New England in a really surprising really? type game, and the offense just clicks and they win like 38-21, and no one sees it coming. Mm-hmm. But I think the safe money is on New England to be New England. Yes. They're not playing the Giants. See, I'm the other way around. I think if the Falcons are going to win, it's going to be similar fashion to most of the. Patriots losses in mm. the Super Bowl. We've seen great games against the both losses against the Giants in since two thousand since the twenty first right. century. And uh, yeah, I think that if the Falcons are going to pull off an upset, it's going to be one of these classic Super Bowls mm. where Matt Ryan scores a touchdown in the last two minutes, and it's a game we're talking about ten years down the road. What we won't be talking about ten years on the road are the Super Bowl prop bets. A bit you did exclude one from this list that I like personally, so I'm going to actually start with that, and then we'll get into your prop bets, which are also very good. Uh, pants choice for Luke Bryan as he sings the national anthem. Blue jeans are, I believe, like one to nine. Anything else, you get really good odds. Can you bet against blue jeans? You really can't. And I thought this was going to be about total length of the national anthem, which has also oh, been yeah. making its waves. I believe it's currently at two minutes, nine seconds. It's a country star. You're taking the over? Ah, yeah. It's over, baby. I think I was hearing they were clocking him in in previous performances at a, a minute 59. So oh, it's going to have to stretch gotta, it out. You're going to stretch gonna it out. going to have to stretch it out. But yeah, blue jeans all the way. Yeah. A long national anthem. I'm definitely taking yeah. those. Amit, now into your prop bets after I've stolen the show here. Which one would you like to start with? Let's just go in the order. We see him in. Okay. Over, under, total sacks. Three and a half. Uh, I was initially... You're telling me. You're telling me each team can't get two sacks but it's in a whole game? When it's Tom the Brady Falcons got Big time. Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> they got to put him on the play. They got to put him on the field for the plays that matter, though, Amit. <laughs> I, start, I kind of am leaning towards the under on this I one. I am, too. Yeah. You, Brady, he's not the most mobile quarterback. You don't sack him. Yeah, you don't sack him. And... Falcons didn't allow a single sack in the NFC Championship. Yes. 
I don't know. I'm like you said. The, it, every reason is pointing towards both the over. Line, Matt both Ryan offensive was offensive lines are really good. Yeah, Matt Ryan was hit a ton during the regular season, and Vic Beasley on the other end they led the league in sacks. But I'm still just leaning towards the under, just because these teams have had a, a week to prepare, or the Patriots have had two weeks to prepare for Vic Beasley. I think they'll have a scheme to stop him. And the Falcons, I just don't see the Patriots being able to get to him. I think the two lines are good enough. I don't think there's Vic Beasley aside. I don't think there's anybody who's just going to tear it up. Mm-hmm. I take the under as well. Yeah. All right. Odds to win Super Bowl MVP. There are three players here. You could probably put some more. I know there's longer lists, but basically my question is: Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, or the field? We have Julio Jones listed here at eleven to two. It's hard, so hard for a wide receiver yeah, it's to hard. win MVP. It's basically you know the quarterbacks or the field. Tom Brady three to two, Matt Ryan seven to four, field ten to one. How do you feel about those? I would lean towards Tom Brady at three to two, just because I think if the Patriots win, he's Brady's going to play. Yeah, he's going to have another near flawless game. I don't see him throwing an interception this game. So unless the three touchdowns all come from <laughs> Legarrette Blunt in the goal line or a Dion De- Lewis takes back a punt return or something. I don't see them anyone being able to take it from Brady because I don't think a wide receiver can. And obviously if the Falcons win, I think you have to give it to Matt Ryan unless Julio puts up another you know, 180 yards on nine receptions. Yeah. But even then, Matt Ryan, you know, if you had to pick one in that from those championship games, you would have picked Brady and Ryan, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think it's hard to... I think whoever wins, it feels like their quarterback is going to be the MVP, yeah. barring, as you said, a weird kind of special teams star or anything like that, or maybe a defender who gets a couple of turn forces a couple of turnovers. Right. But the safe money is on either one of those quarterbacks. So whoever you think to win the game, put the money on that quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible, terrible yeah. prop bet. <laughs> for the record. Odds there is a completed Hail Mary. What is a Hail Mary? What qualifies as a Hail Mary? How many yards away does it have to be? How much time has to be on the clock? Does it have to be a first half Hail Mary? Can it be a second half Hail Mary? This is a terrible prop bet. Odds, odds are 66 to 1. I'm definitely taking the uh, no, there will not be a Hail Mary this game. If you're qualifying it as what, end of the game, end of a uh, Aaron Rodgers is in the game, so this isn't really Yeah, bad. yeah. This is, this is bad. This is bad. I'm saying no. But I also want to say yes and then just argue that any pass that goes over about 20 yards is a Hail Mary and see what you can do about me. All right, let's let's see what is defined. They've, they've been able to define it when they start because after Aaron Rodgers threw his on against the Giants, they were able to like quantify he's thrown this many Hail Marys, and I think it's passes over X amount of yards, right. probably 40. Amit just didn't put that in because he was just <laughs> like, oh, you don't need that information. Just, it's a Hail Mary. You know what it is. While Amit does... The research total gross passing yards by Matt Ryan. I believe this is an over under. I'm assuming yes. Three hundred twenty-five and a half. <coughs> Hail Mary pass is very long forward pass. In oh American great! American football made in desperation with only a small chance of success. All receivers <laughs> run forward, and a quarterback will make a long pass that is often quote unquote up for grabs. Great, great! You really <laughs> cleared that up for me. <laughs> Now I really know what a Hail Mary... I know what a Hail Mary is, but if I'm going to bet on it, I need You'll to have a better... You'll know it if you see it, all right? <laughs> you have a better definition than that. Matt Ryan passing guards, 325 and a half. So. I'll, I'll take the over on that one. I think this is gonna this could turn into a shootout, and Matt Ryan will be throwing the ball at the end of the game. I, yeah, what are they going to do, run the ball? No. I mean, they do have a good running game, Freeman and Coleman, but no, it's got to be... Matt Ryan is going to have the ball in his hands late in the game because I don't think they're going to be winning at the end of the game, so they'll need to be able to make yeah. plays. They'll probably be playing from behind. I'll take the over on that. Amit, do you have any anything you'd like to uh, add? I think, I think it'll be an over. I think this it'll be is, over too. it'd be really tough for him not to throw it. The, the Patriots would really have to play out of character defensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times will Trump be said on TV during broadcast? This is also another interesting one. Does it have to be in the context of the President of the United States? Can it simply be the verb Trump, as in Brady's hand really trumped him there on that play? Does that count? Uh-oh. I think I think it has to be you know, the man. And this, yeah. is this from the start of the kickoff to yeah. end of the game? So I think he's making his pick like end up during the pregame show. So yeah, bring count. out, uh, what's count. his name, Bill O'Reilly to interview <laughs> yeah. President Trump. 2017! <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going under. We're going to yeah. very much try to avoid this. I don't, I don't think this. Buck and no, Buck is, about yeah, yeah. I'll take the under as yeah. well. Although, Cheeky Fiverr got the word. talk about Brady and Trump being friends at some point. I don't think they will, though. No, Buck is going to so, stay yeah. focused on the game. He's yeah, not. Yeah, Buck, yeah. Joe Buck knows what he's doing. Yeah. Although, Cheeky Fiverr that the word Trump is used as a verb, just not in the context of the president. Give me that bet. 
Uh, will Houston We Have a Problem be said on TV during the live broadcast? This is also a no. No. Because as you said... If the power goes out, they're saying it. No. No. But the power's not going out, firstly. <laughs> Secondly, Phil Sims is that was not yeah, exactly. <laughs> If it was Phil Sims, was CBS, I'd go yes. I would take Nance or Sims on yeah. that. Joe Buck and Aikman will not, yeah. will not be saying Houston We Have a Problem. But you could really see Jim Nance or Phil Sims. Yeah, they would sure. eat it up. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Uh, what will be higher on Super Bowl Sunday? The Patriots total points scored or Russell Westbrook points scored? Um, who is Russell Westbrook playing? Yeah, do we have a matchup? Mitt, did you do any research before you walked in? I took the over-unders, all right? <laughs> um... I think Westbrook is the safe bet here. I think you got to go Westbrook just because, what, he's probably going to put up 35 to – he's averaging a little over 30. They're playing I, the Blazers. Blazers the noted over. great defensive Give me team. the over. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give, me, give me Westbrook yeah. here in this one as well. I don't think there's much debate there no. between that one. Don't like Dame Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum's ability to shut them down. Uh, who will have more? This one Amit put in just for me. Uh, Josie Altidore goals or Tom Brady interceptions? The United States playing Jamaica in the second of their two meaningless January friendlies on Friday night. This is pushing. Tom Brady's not throwing an interception, and you better believe Josie Altidore is not scoring. I'll be able to contribute nothing to this. I was going to take Altidore on the sheer fact that Brady does not throw interceptions. Josie Altidore doesn't score goals. All right, then. I'm having a push at uh, two each. <laughs> two each. <laughs> wow. Thank you, boy. Philadelphia, <laughs> book it right here. Philadelphia <laughs> Union right goalkeeper Andre Blake is going to oh, get a no. brace scored on him by Josie. No, you're right. He's too good. <laughs> you don't just score on, on Andre Blake. What color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? This is also a good one. Clear at three to one. Lime green at three to one. Orange, three to one. Yellow, three to one. Red at six to one, blue at fifteen to two. Pats poured blue when they beat that the Seahawks. That they did, Big. and purple at twelve to one. I think I might split here, put five dollars on blue, and make a safe bet of a couple bucks on lime green because that's just classic. Really, you think lime green? What I about see, orange? Yeah, I had orange and red. I think they're gonna go. What? I don't think red. You I'm don't think red. red? You're not seeing know. red. I'm not feeling red because the Falcons are red. They're red. No, no, red's a Houston. No, no red. Okay, no red no from Amit Mallet. <laughs> I'm gonna go orange. I think it's. I, I like orange, but blue is blue is tempted. I I put that five on blue. You I never do. Like good, good odds. Good yeah. odds. Uh, lime green. It's the classic Gatorade color. When was it's, it's got? You it is the classic. classic. You think the Falcons are doing anything but the classic? That's a classic team. The right Falcons there. gotta go with the lime green. Uh, yeah, lime and then green. the Patriots would be blue. But I don't know. But blue is rare. But the Patriots would do. Blue. Well, they do it on the, the sheer Patriots. fact that they beat the uh, or the last time they won a Super Bowl, they had blue Gatorade. No, do it's they, just true. Do they, That's put, true. Do they factor that in. That's or? true. That's a good question. They're not putting yeah. another color Gatorade in there. If they <laughs> won the last time, it was blue. Zach Wingrove's onto something. Give me blue. All my money on blue. Uh, love this one as well. Odds a fan throws a blank on the field. Flair at fifteen to one. Slightly deflated football at nineteen to one. Uh, a dildo at 45 to 1. Kids, if you don't know what that is, ask mom and dad. <laughs> and a dead falcon at 300 to 1. So I want to walk through the probabilities of all these. Flare at 15 to 1 is a terrible, terrible yeah. bet because you're not getting a flare in there under any circumstances. <laughs> so this is not the Copa Libertadores. This is not South America. You're not getting a flare past security. Uh, slightly deflated football. I can see it. That's probably the most probable, I would say, but. Um, yeah. We're going to skip over three in the <laughs> likelihood of a dildo being thrown on the field. This is not Buffalo. Uh, Dead Falcon 300 to 1. This Amit is and my we, favorite. Amit and I were talking pre-show, Zach. We wanted to run a little scheme here where one of us puts 100 bucks on a dead falcon and then the other of us actually goes <laughs> to the game and throws a dead falcon <laughs> on the field. We just couldn't quite figure out how we're going to get it past security. That bulge in Amit's jacket might throw him off. That is the biggest problem right there. I <laughs> <laughs> Don't bet on either. To one. I, don't, I don't know. Wow. Sneak sneak two bucks on the dead falcon. You never Dude, know. <laughs> I'm just saying, we can run a little racket here. <laughs> Put a bunch of money on dead falcon. Use the proposed winnings to actually throw a dead falcon on the field. Yeah. And then take our profit and go home. I'm in. I mean, yeah, if you think about it, you got a 200... 250, two, really $299 budget to get that Falcon on the right, field. Right, right. If all you're talking about is a profit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and then if you take that and you extrapolate it, and you say, all right, let's put a thousand bucks on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we've got all that yeah. money to try and make yeah. this happen yeah. and still get some profit. Yeah. You're also, if you're getting tickets to the Super Bowl, you're sitting third deck. You better have an arm oh, that's to get true. that Falcon onto the field. You gotta get a T-shirt cannon in there too. <laughs> <laughs> take your t- steal the I mean, if steal, you, steal the Milwaukee Bucks T-shirt yeah. machine gun. <laughs> they have sellers. It's a seller's market. Yeah, yeah. The question here: Where are you getting a dead Falcon? Let's not go. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. Uh, Probably safe to just not bet on any of those. But if you are going to bet, you never know. Put a dead falcon on. Um, I like this one as well, especially considering she's Brazilian. Uh, Odds Giselle, as you would say her name in Portuguese, is shown on screen. Of course, Giselle Bunchen, Tom Brady's wife. 1.5 over under. Think under. You're taking the under. I'm going over because I think if the Patriots are winning at the end of the game, we'll get her once in early when they have to show all the celebrities, show the Patriots yep. press box. Kay. If they win, I think you pan over to the Brady family again, get Giselle. Just based on, you know, she's had her uh, history of Super Bowl reactions against the Giants. She was calling out the team. I think they'll want to be showing her either way because you never know what you're going to get. Um, also, doesn't hurt that she's gorgeous, so... Just yeah, throw that out there, but yeah, uh, no, I'm taking the over just because I think they'll once before the game when you show all the celebrities, once after the game, or you know as it's wrapping up and the Patriots look like they're gonna win, you, you hit her again one more time. I think it's a no because I think the Bradys are a private family. I don't think she's gonna want to be on TV, so I'm taking under. Amit, over, over, great, good to hear it. Uh, odds that Fox replay official Mike Pereira is wrong on the first coaches challenge, seven to three. He's going to be right. Mike Pereira's good pretty, at his he's job. He's actually pretty this good. This is not Mike Carey yeah, over here. He made some money last year on the Mike Carey yeah. bet. But well, no. yeah, Pereira's actually pretty solid, yeah. but in case he does, you know, that'd be hilarious. He's not 100%, but it's normally a good, a safe bet when you you know bring Mike Pereira in. He's going to get it right. I mean, we all know the old the old Mike Carey adage was the rest would just listen and whatever Mike Carey said, you just, you just did the opposite because yeah. that was probably right. So it's not Mike Carey. I have faith in Mike Pereira. It's not Jerry Austin either trying to draw his way through an ESPN Monday Night Football <laughs> broadcast. So I think he's going to be right. So make your bet with, with that informed. Uh, odds on the primary color of Joe Buck's tie. Love this, this one as a, a broadcaster. One. Yep. Blue at 1-5. to five, Purple 14-1. to one, Red 16-1. to one, And the field at 9-1. to one. So I get why blue has high odds because Joe Buck seems like a blue tie mm-hmm. kind of guy. But it feels like this is kind of like, you know, on presidential election night, all the pundits wear purple right. because you don't want to be blue or red. These two teams are blue and red. Yeah, also just journalism 101. You know, you don't wear a color that, you know, represents the other team. So blue and red, you would want to throw out there. The only thing I, I was wondering is, do they count pale baby blue? Because right. obviously it factors into blue. It's not really patriot blue, right. so you could probably you get, get away with it. blue in there. Either way, yeah. I'm still probably taking the field because you got green to work with. You could get a gold tie in there. I don't think he's wearing a gold tie, but green I could green, see. I could see green. Maybe a little orange with some black stripes on it. Joe, you'd look good. You'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Buck, we know you're listening. Joe, Take you're your listening. fantasy advice from us. Hey, you could have a shot at Sports Voice After Dark Broadcaster of the Year <laughs> next year. You never know. <laughs> Get ready for that bracket. Yeah. Oh. Uh, odds on which company will air the first commercial after the coin toss. Here's another one that we could make some money with with a little racket here. Put money on a company and then and then be that company and buy it. Um, <laughs> I can confirm. WNUR presents. Can confirm. It says Hyundai's 501. You just put a million dollars. A billion dollars. No, somewhere in between. That Dude, you got to have the capital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need the capital yeah. first. We got to do so that Falcon scam. I can. <laughs> next year. Next, next, next year. year. Come back. <laughs> um, I can confirm. That WNUR Sports will not have the first commercial. <laughs> this just in. Uh, didn't quite work out with our budget this year. We didn't make quite enough at Sports-a-thon. Uh, will Svad year? have a commercial during the Super Bowl, Amit? Uh, no, but Svad is making a commercial. So next time you're listening to the station, you know, stay tuned. Maybe on Westwood One on the on the radio broadcast. Yeah, yeah. you can sneak it in you there. You can sneak it in. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, and of course, the last one always uh, heads or tails. Tails. Tails? Yeah, tails. probably tails. It's gotta be tails. It's always tails. Amit? Yeah, he's gotta be tails. I don't wanna disagree with you. What are you talking about? It's yeah, tails. Yeah, it's it's gonna be tails. It's tails. Um, <laughs> great. Hope you made a lot of money. Um, we would not complain if you sent some of the money you made to us. 1877 Campus Drive, Evanston, Illinois, 60208. 
Literally, whatever shows up in the envelope, we won't complain and we'll use it for good. <laughs> send us a dead falcon. <laughs> you send us a dead. That's better if than If you cash. send us a dead falcon, we can neither confirm nor deny what we will do with it. <laughs> On that note, uh, NFL Pro Bowl was this last weekend, as was the NHL All Star Game, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a question that comes up every so often, and it's a good question. I, I prep for this show in large part because this question was on there, I mean, How do you fix the All-Star game? Slash, should you fix the All-Star game? Slash, do they need fixing? So let's start with this, Zach. Out of the NFL Pro Bowl, no. The NHL All-Star game and the NBA All-Star game. So we're not talking Major League Baseball? We could throw it in, but I want it to be topical. Um, Great, because these we, all take place now. Yeah, that's what okay. I was saying. Okay. But we could talk about the MLB All-Star game, which has its merits. It's competitive supposed to be very competitive uh, uh the nfl all-star game was competitive uh nhl is not really a, a full game and the nba all-star game while it's close is not contested right very hotly and this was the first year where the nfl's really been contested normally you get the 50 to 40s i i didn't watch a second of the nfl or the nhl games this year which speaks to kind of where where i'm leaning towards i'm definitely if i had to pick between the three I think it would have to be NBA just because you still get these, you know, like the highlight plays. Part of the reason why yeah. you enjoy following. I the have NBA. to give the NHL credit though. That three three idea. Well, I'm I not like an the NHL idea. fan. It's very fun. The issue with NHL and NFL is it's really hard to play those two sports at half speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have a sport where so much of it is centered on hitting, the last thing you want to do in an All Star game is yeah. go and get hit. And so, because of that, you're having these guys play at half speed, and those are just tough sports to do that. Basketball, you can still put out an entertaining product at half speed. Mm-hmm. And give the NBA credit. On, you just don't try on defense. If that, if that game is close in the last three-ish minutes, people will, people, people will take yeah. it. Yeah. They'll go seriously. They'll try. So, I think the NBA is, is probably number one among these three for me. Major League Baseball is, it feels like the most traditional of the three, right. I guess. Yeah. And that um, game, Matt, it used to be. This to year, no, no longer matters, stupid. but I didn't like it mattering. I stupid. think almost everyone thinks that it mattering is stupid. Right. It's definitely the one I would watch the most. The biggest grievance I would have with MLB is they pull their the starters, who are normally the best. It's fan yeah. vote, so it's not always. It's Sometimes this isn't always the case, but they pull the best players by, what, the third or fourth inning? Right. So by the end of the game, you know, you want to see if it's a close game with, you know, actual stakes on the line as it was the past couple of years. You want to see the best players, the Bryce Harpers, Miguel Cabrera's hitting, and they're not. They're getting pulled for the reserves who, you know, didn't get voted in by the fans. That was my biggest problem with the MLB, but it's still probably the one if I if we're throwing that one in there. Yeah, and he one of my issues is I get why they did it, but the whole every team has an all-star thing is really stupid because mm-hmm. the last thing I want to see is uh, the Philadelphia Phillies pitcher and the Colorado okay, Rockies. The guy who made it was Adubel Herrera. <laughs> Fun aside, one of my favorite memories. Knew I'd get him going yeah. with this. <laughs> Phillies all-star baseball. When Brad Lidge was a closer, very good closer, and they were really good, during the one All-Star game, it went 15 or so innings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that one. It might have been 09 okay. yeah. or 08. <coughs> he warmed up six times. Great. Love it. He would close. Wow. Love it. Mid-July. And never, and never got <laughs> to get, get Brad Lynch <laughs> throwing. Um, but what I was going to say is I want to see the Phillies pitcher go against the A's hitter to decide the All-Star game. Get the real stars. Right. Cut down, Way cut down the rosters. Mm-hmm. What, you play with nine. You could put, let's put like three starters Four relievers, so that's seven. That gets us to 15, couple, 20. 20 on 20, each team. Yeah. I want oh, 20 on Brad each Lynch team. Brad Lidge got in. He came in in the 15th inning and blew the save, which is the first, or not, well, not blew the save, blew the game, lost the game. Great. And that was the year that he had a perfect 53 for 53 saves. Terrific. More tricky anyway, for you. Sorry, I was just. 20 for 20? We go with 20 for the MLB All Star game on each team? Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, that that way you keep the stars in at the end. You get the matchups you want to you want to see, and yeah, I think twenty would be a good change for the MLB All Star Game. As far as changes to other All Star, are we expanding this to All Star yeah. Weekends as well? All right, let's can... let's start very quickly with the game itself, and then we have a little bit of time to go to the All Star Weekend itself. So, is there anything that you would do to try and make NHL, NBA, or NFL better? Uh, NBA, I think the thing that they want, the thing that I want to see is I like the fact that the players 
contrary to what you hear some of the veterans say, I like the fact that you have these player clicks in the league. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it, like, be able to see LeBron James, ooh, Carmelo Anthony, ooh, Chris ooh, Paul, and ooh, Dwayne Wade. Ooh, the first, banana boat. The Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> also, the banana boat picks up Russ just because he hates the Warriors. Yeah. Get those matchups. So, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the picking teams when right. it comes to when the NHL did it and when the NFL did it. But I think for the NBA, it could be really fun. A little, a little fun little, like, schoolyard. Pick, like. pick two captains. Make it LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Have them pick their own teams. The actual players, not the veterans. I don't need Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal picking them. Let's see the players pick them and have it be... Have it get personal. Have Russell Westbrook want to play against Kevin Durant. And LeBron factors that in during his pick. I think that could make it more fun uh, for the NBA. At least. All right. What do you like? What do you think about this idea? And I admit you pop in here as well. Fan vote. For the top four players in the league, those four players pick their squad at seven. We're going four-team tournament, like I don't know how many minute quarters, whatever. But the players, the players decide who the all stars are. So the only thing that gets picked is you got the four heads. So it's probably going to be LeBron, Durant, the process, and uh, (laughs) who would the third person be? Maybe Russ. Yeah, I guess because you really wouldn't want like Steph and Durant to yeah. be captains because that could get. Oh, you could only have one from each team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Be, probably, that would be yeah, fun. Be, the bracket that. style would be great. Yeah, would actually add some. What yeah. would happen when Melo didn't get picked on anybody's team? <laughs> like, oh, sorry, Melo, nobody yeah, wanted yeah. you. LeBron going and getting Mario Chalmers just cause. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah Mario. James Jones be like, yo, LeBron, you gonna pick me? I play on your team. Seventh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Count me in. Yeah, I think that's definitely the best change you can make to the uh, NBA. Make it personal. Get the subplots in there. All about the narrative. Yeah, I'm in. Okay, uh, All-Star Weekend itself. So here's my thing. Scrap the NFL Pro Bowl. Nobody's ever going to want to play in it because you just don't want to get hurt, and that's completely understandable. But y'all watch Pro Bowl Dodgeball? Yeah. Yeah. Just make it dodgeball for three hours and I'm in. <laughs> Just put NFL Pro Bowl dodgeball on ESPN Sunday night, 7 to 10. John Gruden commentating. <laughs> I am 100% there. End of story. That's my only fix for the NFL. That's all you can do. Just have them go play dodgeball on a beach in Hawaii. There you go. I mean, that'd be pretty solid, yeah. Something to get the stars involved, because that's the biggest problem. You got yeah. Andy Dalton versus Andy Dalton and Alex Kirk Smith Cousins versus Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Those. Not that Kirk Cousins isn't a bad quarterback. He had a good year this year, but you want to see you want to see the stars get involved and people who have been there multiple times, like a Breeze and a Rogers and you know Brady when he's not in the Super Bowl. uh, You know they don't want to go. I'd love to see Brady get pegged and dodged. Yeah, or if he's really good and like just savants everyone else. Or or this could be fun too. Another counter proposal here for you. So you have it the week before the Super Bowl. You tell the Super Bowl teams they don't have to come. You tell the teams that made the conference championship they don't have to come because they're too upset to come anyway, really. Mm-hmm. Other 28 teams, you pick a squad of five from your roster, and that's your dodgeball team. We're bracking it up, group and play, <laughs> yeah, make it a whole week. I'm in. That'd be pretty fun. I just want to see them play dodgeball. team had yeah. the best dodgeball? A week-long dodgeball yeah, tournament yeah. would be great. You could, like, just would some teams leave their quarterback? Would the Rams be like, hey, Jared, <laughs> Jared we're good. Case, we don't need you. We don't need you. Put Todd Gurley on Would you put Johnny Hecker on your team if you're the Rams? Probably. Like, I put I put Johnny Hecker on my do, team. Do, do the Cowboys put Dak and Tony on the dodgeball squad? <laughs> yeah. ooh, ooh. See, if you could pick your teams, you put them on opposing, uh, opposing oh, squad. Wow. Don't even make it a team. Wow. Yeah, be no, I, I like the team. I like the team better. Other uh, other all the Browns <laughs> lose in the first round? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. After trotting out a five QB lineup of Charlie Winters, <laughs> Cody Kessler. Did RG three get hurt in Pro Bowl <laughs> dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. It's okay though. It's all good. We're the Browns. Uh, other All Star Weekend ideas for some of these other sports, Zach? Hockey seems to have it sort of figured out. You want to see, you know, how accurate are some of these guys shooting? I think we're really onto something here with this uh, players' pick and bracket style. You know, yeah. let's just really utilize that in every uh, every sport. I'm trying to think what you could do for hockey though, like three uh, three on three. Yeah. So I like I like I like, and so this is this harkens back to the old. ABC um, Battle of the Network Stars or whatever it was. I like seeing athletes play other sports. I have a lot of fun with that. NFL players playing dodgeball, I'm in. Have the hockey guys, they play soccer before games sometimes, so have them go out, play a little 7-on-7 indoor. I don't know. I just want to see them do 
things that will make them uncomfortable and have fun with that. You can do a broom ball. Take the skates off. Let's mm. see how good you really yeah. are on the yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah, Get a stick out of their hands. Yeah. See, you know, what true talent comes, where true talent comes from. Would you watch the NBA chess competition, Amit? No. <laughs> no? No, can Not I confirm? I actually ardently followed the World Chess Championships yep. uh, in New York this year. Uh, a lot of lot of subterfuge intrigue, not not mm-hmm. for uh, athletes. I bet yeah. Demarcus Cousins could hold his own in a game of chess. I bet he could. I take Boogie. What? He just Boogie? smack your king. Over <laughs> <laughs> I'll win. Checkmate. <laughs> that's, that's not how it works, Boogie. You're gonna tell me that's not? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You win. You win. You good, Boogie? <laughs> you get teed up by the chess officials. <laughs> um. Amit, you get the final say here. You get to throw out the final idea that you want to have out for discussion before we go to the lightning round. Uh, is there a way to make the NBA All-Star Weekend better? We're talking about dunk contests, three-point contests, rising stars. Three events I like. What is there anything that can be changed about those? You left out shooting stars yep. competition. No, they got rid of it. That's what they oh, need to do no, to get better. Yeah, bring back. back shooting stars. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Magic Johnson clank half quarters <laughs> for five minutes. Oh, Chris you're tired right now, guys. is unreasonably good at shooting yep. half-court shots, wins three years in a row. Yeah. Skills challenge. Uh, we can do it. Wait, the skills. skills challenge, you're gone. Sorry. Oh, the, I forgot about skills challenge. That's pointless. Nobody yeah. needs skills. Yeah. Three-point shootout's great. Dunk contest. We just gotta get the guys to dunk. Fix it. Like get the better guys. You just tell you tell some rich guy. You say five million dollars the charity of your choice. Whoever wins. Think LeBron wouldn't dunk for the Boys and Girls Club of Akron? Probably would. Probably would. (laughs) (laughs) See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Because then if he does it, it's like, oh, LeBron doesn't care about Akron. See, there you go. You start start gossiping a little. Tell uh, tell Russell Westbrook. Hey, I heard KD's doing it. He thinks he can can take the field, and Russ says, oh, oh, really? (laughs) Let me let me try it. I would be down, and it doesn't have to be an every year thing. Like the Olympics, like if once every four years, guys were just like, "All right, we're doing it this year." <laughs> that would be that would be dope. And yeah. you just took the off years would be like guys that are you know making a name for themselves. Yeah, and then all right, here's what all you do. Three here's what you do. All right, all right, I figured it out. You got a fan vote to decide who they want to see in the dunk contest. Yeah. Top four can't say no. Five million dollars to the charity of your choice, or whatever obscene sum of money will make this happen. So that gives us four. And then you have the three guys who won in the three off years dunk off for a spot in the dunk contest. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Zach Levine's trying There's to dunk a, his the, way they, in. The, a week before, or a night before the original dunk contest is the dunk off. The dunk off. They're all going to travel. <laughs> Two of them are going home. Yeah. <laughs> you'd watch the dunk off when you Yeah, yeah you'd watch the dunk off because those guys actually been working on it. Yeah. Because they won the off years when, you know, there wasn't stars. I'm in. Let's I'm make it happen. It. TNT, call us. Come dunk on. off. <laughs> it's happening. We only want to do a SFAD live show from the dunk off. That's our only request. <laughs> Can take everything else. Uh, it's that time of the show, Amit. Um, Are we doing this? We're doing this. Zach Wingrove, unbeaten in lightning round. About to not be unbeaten, if wow. we're going to be completely These honest. Are fighting words. Um, if you're not familiar with how the lightning round works, uh, it's sports news questions. You get, what, three easy, three medium, three hard, and a Philly sports special. Yeah, easy which worth one, medium worth two, hard worth three, Philly sports worth four. Oguchi on Yewu may or may not be he's, a Philly sports not, special answer. Not. You never know. You never know. You're just lying to me. Uh, Zach and I will play rock, paper, scissors for the right to choose which package of questions we want. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, so, so one. in the first set of questions is the Landon Donovan question of the week. In the second set of questions is the rapper question of the week. Which one do you want? I feel like I'm giving Austin a free point by doing this, but i got to take the rapper set, so okay. I, I will defer. So Landon Donovan would have pushed said, if you would have given me the rapper and I <laughs> gave you the Landon Donovan. <laughs> All right, so Austin Miller yep. going first. Hang on one second before we get started. I need to put this last question in. Who led this team in scoring in this game? <laughs> Roko. Uh, it was Rocco. It's always Rocco. His name is that. Rocco right. was balling last night, for yeah. the record. All right, all right, here we go. First question, easy question. Oh, we got we time. We're, we're running good. Uh, who defeated Virginia on a tip-in buzzer beater on Sunday in college basketball? Villanova. That is correct. Easy. Nice. Uh, one point. Who scored 37 points in a quadruple overtime win over the Knicks on Sunday? Ooh. Um... I saw that a bunch of dudes fouled out of this game. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who played the Knicks, so that's going to probably that's hurt my chances one, yeah. here. Uh, we're going to go, I want to say, was it the Hawks? 
Okay, it might have been. We're going to say it was the Hawks. Can I name a Hawks player, though? Paul Millsap. That's correct. Yes! It's an easy that's question. Big. It's an easy question. All right, two points. Big, though. Big, though. Yeah, that's a here's point a, that I Here's a freebie. Here's a freebie. Who won the Australian Open final on Sunday in five sets? So, men's? Yes. Okay, Roger Federer. All right, three out of three. Well done. Here's a good one for you. I hope you know it. Who upset Liverpool 2-1 to one in the FA Cup fourth round on Saturday? Um, Wolves, right? Yes. Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wanderers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first most famous Wanderers in uh, England, yeah. uh, ahead of Bolton and surely ahead of Wickham Wanderers. Wickham Wanderers. Who Tottenham almost lost to. Almost yeah. lost to. Uh, all right, so f- uh, five points. Here we go. Next medium question. Who was named the NHL All-Star Game MVP on Sunday? Oh, it was somebody from the East because they beat the Flames division. Go Flames. Um, Sidney Crosby. No, this is Philadelphia's own. Wow. Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons. Wow. Should have um, guessed. Yeah, Philadelphia. All right, Great. next medium question. Which former NBA player reportedly had his ring stolen this week? Also former coach <laughs> of the New York Knicks, <laughs> Derek Fisher. That is correct. All right, seven points. On to the hard questions. Who upset South Carolina in women's college basketball on Monday? Tennessee, Lady Vols, going back to the tournament. That is correct. Well done. Uh, So that would be um, 10 points. Uh, Here's a hard question. I don't know if this is that hard. Hopefully it's not. Who led Nebraska in scoring in their upset over Purdue on Sunday? Ty Webster. No. No. Was it? uh, Okay, Ty Webster is the only Husker player I can name. (laughs) And their point guard, little IT, Watson. No, no. Right? Well, Ty Webster's not bad. All right, all right. Okay, so it was hard enough. Uh, Here's the Landon Donovan question of the week. Landon Donovan's home city of San Diego just submitted an MLS expansion bid. They did. What other city just submitted a bid this week? Okay, so there's a lot. I saw one today. This is the one today. Okay, so San Antonio. Okay, not San Antonio. Okay, San San Antonio came out with a statement today on the bid. I'll give you you another one. Okay. Yeah. So I don't get points for San Antonio. I knew San Antonio. No. Well, it's not the one I have. Okay, is it Indianapolis? Yes. Okay, all right, all right. So we're you, getting you yeah, yeah, we got it anyway. That was one I, didn't North Carolina just announce? Had, there's that 12 was, currently North Carolina was a little old. Okay. But um, they've been talking about it. All right, so you knew. Yeah, okay. So that's three points. Well done. So, so we're, we're, at, at? we're up to 13. Great. Here's the one. That's a terrible, vague, very, very vaguely related to Landon Diamond question. Well, <laughs> you want me to ask you about Swansea City? I could, I could jump. All right, anyway, Philly Sports mm-hmm. Special. Sorry, I'm wasting After Joel Embiid. Who is the second highest scorer on the Philadelphia 76ers through last night? Mm. All right, I saw the Sixers play the Bucks, and so I got to think. That, oh, it's probably Ersan Ilyasova. That is correct. Wow. Wow. 17 points for Austin is that Miller. The, is that the record? No, you have the record. 19. Oh, that's right. I do have the record. Yeah. All right. All right. That's going to be tough to beat, though. That was... Uh, that was, was impressive. I, I missed two questions, right? Yeah. I, I missed a, a hockey few, question, and I missed I uh, you have a Nebraska. decent chance. Nebraska basketball. Whatever. Some of these are going to trip you up. If there's a soccer question on here, I don't, I'm don't. i not getting it. So You don't know the soccer one. I know that. Okay, we'll, All right. we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, de- who defeated Notre Dame on a buzzer-beating layup on Saturday in college basketball? Oh, wait. It was uh, Georgia Tech. Correct. One point. Uh, I said this is easy. It might not be. So okay. I might give you partial credit because it might be fair. I don't know. Maybe you know. Which three players were selected to participate in a Cavs workout this week? Oh. um, One of them was discussed earlier on this was, podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, it was Mario Chalmers. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I have to get all three? I'll give you, I'll Wait, give you Mario a, Chalmers, point, um, a point if you can name one of the other ones. Um... Is it a big man? No, they're both. Remember, LeBron needs playmakers. <laughs> Norris Cole. Nope. Oh, that's I'll give you one more. One more guess. He's not. A, he's not on a team. Nine of these players are on a team right now. Well, ducks. They're working out. Yeah. Is Norris Cole on a team right now? Norris Cole is probably a backup on a team somewhere. I don't know. Oh, he no. might not be. Um, right. <laughs> earlier in the oh, so it's it, not. It happened like the news came out today. Okay. I've got. I've got nothing. Captain Kirk Heinrich mm, and Kirk. Lance blowing in LeBron's ear, Steve. I saw someone say something about. Fe- you feel like you could have gone Lance. We all saw right. Ari Ross, want, I think, said something you, about uh, You want to know what Norris Cole's doing right now? What is he doing? Oh, well, I don't know what he's doing right now. He last played for the Shangdong Golden Stars of the Chinese Basketball Association. Wow. RIP Norris Cole. Um, right, that was just a one pointer, right? Yeah, one all point. Right. Not, not a big deal. Who won the Australian Open Women's Final on Saturday? 
early in the wee hours. Serena Williams. That is correct. So two points there. Here's the question I know you don't know. Uh, which championship side upset Hull City 4-1 to one and earned a fifth-round draw with Tottenham Hotspur in the FA Cup? A championship? Yeah. League, so this could be... They're a London-based team. Clint Dempsey once played there. Clint Dempsey played there. Moussa <laughs> Dembele played there. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Bournemouth. That's a Bourne. Premier League team, but good Close. guess. Yeah, good yeah, guess. Yeah. This is Fulham. Uh, uh, I just learned who Bournemouth was last week, so I decided to share that, yeah, that well, knowledge. I'm glad you're growing. Yeah. Uh, here's where you're going to need to reel off some of these. Who was named the offensive MVP of the NFL Pro Bowl on Sunday from the AFC? Andy Dalton? No. Travis Kelsey. Mmm. That's all right. All right this is not going not so Not a hard. great showing. Uh, <laughs> which former NBA player admitted to smoking weed before games during his career? This came out today. Same batch of news in the Derek Fisher news. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, not a terribly surprising batch of yeah. news. Yeah, if you like. Former NBA player. Yeah. Uh, little crazy guy. Uh, he was involved. With may or may things. not have been, been involved in the malice at the palace. Oh. Uh, oh, ew. Okay, well, I know that thanks for the hand, but it was Steven Jackson. Yeah, I saw correct. That. Okay. All right, you saw it. So there yeah. you go. Two but points. Not, okay. You're up to four. Uh, on to the hard questions. You're going to need some work. Who won the NFL hands competition, wide receiver, yeah. during All-Star Week? Odell? No. Damn. His teammate from LSU, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Landry. Okay. All right. So, I think you need all of these. I don't think I have a chance. But we'll, we'll, no, he just, needs all of them. needs all of them. Keep the drama going. Keep the drama going. Um, <laughs> Don't tune out now. <laughs> this is a bad question. This is the one I wrote at the end. I might give you a, a substitute if you get the next two. We'll revisit this with the substitute question. Okay. Uh, who led Syracuse in scoring in their upset over Florida State? Yeah, it's going to have a hard time naming. Uh, Hakeem Ork? No, this is John Gillen. No. If we get the next two, okay. three and four, seven, plus what do you have? Yeah. Four? Sure, yeah. No, you won't, yeah. You won't catch it. This is not going to matter. All right, yeah. well, we'll <laughs> revisit it. All right, then we won't revisit it. All right. Uh, which sports personality did Le'Veon Bell mock in his new diss track? Uh, the new diss track is a play on this. Well, I saw this person's name. I, a personality. I saw it. I saw this person tweeting about it, but I don't know if it was him. It wasn't Skip Bayless, was it? Nah, I'll guess Skip Bayless because I saw it. That's him. correct. It was. <laughs> the title of the track was called Shrimp Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> Big so, fan of that. Um, up to seven points, right? Yeah. Seven points. All right. Sure. Here's the Philly Sports Special. Can you name the three Eagles players to make the Pro Bowl? One is an offensive lineman, one is a defensive lineman, and one is a running back. How uh, the Eagles get a running back yeah. in the Pro Bowl? <laughs> well, because is it a running back he, that he was a get in as a running back. Okay. Yeah, okay. So was it? No, 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 no. Before you say anything, he got in as a returner. <laughs> he has noted skills for doing yeah. this. Don't say Wendell Small. <laughs> <laughs> he took back a kick this year because that, yeah, was, a, did, but that was a another, former lightning round question. There's another guy on the Eagles who is fast and returns a lot of things a lot of the time. I'm trying to think. Is, this guy a, is Josh Huff a running back? No, Josh Huff is a wide receiver. <laughs> well, he no also takes on the back Eagles because them. of his gun charge. <laughs> oh, that's why he was in the news. No, I have no idea. And Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. Okay, well, I should have All right, that. Uh, their defensive tackle is Fletcher Cox. No, and their center. Is the brother of Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. Okay. Would have given you points for two of those. Not a great showing this week. And sorry, Austin Miller did some work. Well done on Tennessee, Derek Fisher, and Urson. Yeah, I'm proud of my work this yeah. week. Proud of it. Uh, I got to run, gentlemen. This was yeah. fun. You can continue to, to do a podcast for another hour, should you so desire. No, we we'll won't. just do it next week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this was Sports Boys After Dark. Yeah. Uh, for the less talented at Lightning Round, but a great co-host nonetheless, Zach Wingrove, the engineer, producer, slash whatever you'd like him to be today. I'm Nate Malik. I'm Austin Miller. Signing off. Have a great I'm week. All the way Go up. I'm all the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up.